Hey Europe, this is Musable.com calling, the best source for news and blogs about the Eurovision Song Contest. If you're looking for a new Eurovision experience online, you should visit us. Our editors have a wide variety of content for you to enjoy, from up-to-date news stories and interviews to fun and interactive quizzes. So if you want to know the latest news or just find out what Eurovision country best suits you, we have it all at Musable.com. You are listening to a special episode of Eurovision Legends, where I, your host, Emil Lövström, invites some of this year's participants. Today we're going to get to know the singer Jendrik. He is an ambitious and a happy youngster with several ideas and friendly messages, but despite that he gets tons of hate. How does he deal with this? What kind of chaos can we expect on stage in Rotterdam? And what's the pressure like being at the bottom of the bookmakers list? Jendrik is directly qualified to the final with the song I Don't Feel Hate representing Germany. Welcome to Eurovision Legends, Jendrik. Hello. How are you today? <laughs> I'm still a bit tired. I still have my sleepy voice, if you can hear that. Darling, remember, you suggested this time. <laughs> yeah, I know I did. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stupid afterwards, but I did. It's my mistake. Before we talk about Rotterdam and your song for this year's contest, I would like to warm up with some quick questions to get to know you better. What do you say about that? Oh, I love that. Let's do it. First memory from the Eurovision Song Contest. Well, my first memory, I can't really remember the 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 act in the TV, but my first memory is um, me and my siblings performing in the living room to the Eurovision Song Contest while we were watching it. And the first the first thing that really impressed me in Eurovision Song Contest was when Alexander Rybak won because I used to play the violin too when I was a child and. To see somebody playing the violin, but not in a classical way, but like in a pop song, really, really impressed me. And I thought, oh my God, I'm kind of cool playing the violin now. <laughs> <laughs> Name three songs from previous Eurovisions you really like. Okay, so last year's Think About Things from Daddy, I really like. Baby, I can't wait to know. Things, uh, I also like um, Fly on the Wings of Love. Yeah, Denmark 2000. E- oh, wow, you're really good. Fly on the wings of love. Fly, baby, fly. Reaching the stars above. Touching the sky. And uh, a third one that really, really... I mean, I, I just talked about Alexander Rebuck, so why not say fairy tale? Because I really enjoy that song. What are you listening to right now? I'm listening to you right now. <laughs> Besides me. <laughs> if I was listening to something, I just found a new radio that's called 917XFM, which plays 
actually really alternative music and i really enjoy that right now because i i <laughs> i've listened to enough radio music the past few few weeks artists that have inspired you the most taylor swift what are you doing in 10 years <laughs> hopefully i'm still ha happy in 10 years what am what will i what, what will, I, will i be doing i don't know maybe i'm a director maybe i just work in a little restaurant around the corner i don't know we'll see what's the best thing with germany uh i think what really what is really great about germany is our freedom of speech even though there's people who say stupid things <laughs> they are allowed to say it and they don't get imprisoned for it and that's what i really like about this country if you would move to another country which country Ooh, great question oh there's so many countries that i still want to visit but to move or maybe great britain no not right never mind brexit was happening never mind let's take that back i'm not going i'm not going to great britain never mind never mind no let's see uh not the us <laughs> not right now <laughs> oh gosh <laughs> oh gosh maybe maybe some somewhere in a uh, asia but i know i'm not sure how how the rules are that like uh good question um i think i would want to go out of europe just to experience something new maybe australia no australia no something very new like something that is not european like i think would be a nice country some somewhere in asia maybe somewhere in south america if i had to move i'd go far away i think last question if you had to compete for another country in eurovision which country would you pick Ooh, mm, i don't think i'd pick any country like I wouldn't even I wouldn't even pick Germany <laughs> to be honest because <laughs> because because you know like the 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 Eurovision Song Contest is about coming together as a community. I would love everybody just to represent Europe Europe itself and not like not like a country. You mean like, like you don't believe in borders? Yeah, we don't need them. We don't need no borders. Great, you survived the first part. Yes, I did. You are one of the few artists who were internally selected despite not being the chosen artist for last year when the contest got cancelled. Is this the yes. first time you've been approached regarding Eurovision? Yes, because it's the first time I try to get the attention. <laughs> yeah. You know... I'm a no name. I don't I like I'm I'm not an artist with a big name. So the 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 broadcaster and the R they only um approach people with a name. So I had to figure out a different way to 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 get the attention and that's why I posted my little TikTok videos where I said, "Hello, I want to go to Eurovision Song Contest." And where I did the behind the scenes of my music video yeah. and only because of them they approached me so and i only could do those behind the scenes i could only do my music video because i had the time because of corona and that's why this is the first time of me trying to get to the original song contest and it worked do you know if and why ben dolich declined to compete again yes i do actually um one of the songs that he really liked that he really thought oh this is my song uh, didn't get into the final but another song from him got into the final okay uh, of the of the internal voting and um he didn't like the other song that 
um, or he liked it, but it, he didn't like it as much as the other. So that's why he said, oh, I don't want to compete in the final because um, the song that I'm competing with is not the one I want. You got selected by an international jury of 20 experts and a Eurovision fan jury consisting of 100 people from all over Germany. Were you surprised? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, listen, look at me. Look at the song. <laughs> I mean, I love it and I find it hilarious, but I wouldn't think that people would get that it's like, it's just to be a, a, a mess Why not? Why not? We're talking about Germany here. The country that ga gave us Nina Hagen. <laughs> yeah, but it's also the, also the country that always plays safe. So coming with this this year is like the opposite of going safe because it's like the whole mess of being chaotic <laughs> on stage. <laughs> so yeah, I was totally surprised because also there were so many amazing artists in the final and I was like, oh yeah, this was fun. I tried it. It was amazing. I will do my best on stage. And I mean, the song is actually more live performance. I, I, I think it, it lives from being live. So so maybe that's what what gave me the points at the end because the last round was the live round and maybe the jury's it's funny because the head of delegation alexandra she said before the final she said oh i'm i was so surprised that this song was in the final because i didn't like it at all <laughs> and then she saw the live performance and she was like oh the ter the tables have turned now because yeah maybe the song is just like living from its live performance we'll see Who were the other artists? I cannot tell, actually. I'm not allowed to. I signed a contract that we are not allowed to talk about the other artists. I understand. Uh, the song you're going to compete with is titled I Don't Feel Hate. And it's composed yes. by you and Christoph Oswald. How many songs did you write for this specific project? Well, I actually wrote the song all by myself. Um, I Christoph Oswald produced it and created with me the, the, the dancing break. That's why we wrote down that we both wrote it so that he gets money yeah. out of it too. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the song I wrote all by myself for the Eurovision Song Contest. But I also had the possibility to go into songwriting camps. And in, in the songwriting camp, I also wrote four other songs, which did not make it into the final though. Okay. Will we later hear them, maybe? Yeah, maybe. We'll see, we'll see, we'll see. <laughs> What? Cause I don't feel hate. I just feel sorry. It feels so very clever whenever you find another way to burn me down. But I don't feel hate. I just feel sorry. So you can wiggle back to me, but it'll never wiggle back to you. And uh, despite your nice message in the song, I know you've gotten a lot of hate from what I would call asshats. <laughs> Cute. And I wonder here, because I know myself, if I get 99 great reviews, but one bad, guess which one I will obsess about? <laughs> the bad review. Yes. And from what I understand and saw on your Instagram, you just shrug it off. How and when did you learn to do that? And can you please teach us? I think it's... It has a lot to do with self-love or with self-confidence, um, which is not arrogance. I think there's a big difference. I think self-con, like 
it's not self-confidence it's more like self-awareness of what you can do and what you can't do and for example if, if i took the whole day and just read negative the negative comments i would be uh, upset i would be like grumpy i would be sad so it's just a, a way to figure it out how to how to approach them for example if i just re read one i can laugh it off because i know i know my self-worth and i know what i what i've been doing and and reading of course reading positive comments also helps a lot i think it's okay i i'm going to take this week actually to talk about how to deal with hate <laughs> so there's so many different ways how to deal with different kind of hates and yeah i think hate online is you just have to find a way which comments you can read which comments you cannot read which comments hurt you and then just ignore them because sometimes ignoring is still a good way but sometimes not oh see i can talk about this for ages let's go to the next question yeah okay we must talk about the music video from what i understand you made most of it yourself together with your friends on a very small budget which sounds amazing thank you yeah that, i did <laughs> i did it all by myself so i initially had the idea of creating a place where people can meet that don't know each other and because i didn't have any money i tried to look for film studios and they were all way too expensive so yeah. i could not <laughs> because i don't i don't have any money like i'm just an, a, a small actor who <laughs> tries had a little little bit of savings uh, so i looked on ebay mm -hmm. if there's people like giving stuff away for free that i can use for the music video and i found um the washing machines because a lot of people give away their washing machines if they are broken for free because they are too lazy <laughs> to carry them <laughs> down the stairs and yeah and i was like wait this could actually work really really well having a laundrette where the people do not wash their clothes but their souls like wash your worries away that's why it's written on the on the window and i got my brother and i said we're getting washing machines now <laughs> and and then we drove around hamburg a few days and got 18 broken washing machines for free and yeah. i had uh, friends uh, in church and uh, one church in my in my hometown was empty uh, was not used so i could use the basement of mm. that church mm. and uh, that's where we brought the washing machines and me and my brother and my my other brother and my father we cleaned those washing machines we sprayed them silver so they all look the same we took those machines like the the insides of the washing machines out so we can stack them on each other on top of each other and we can look through them because they were way too heavy to stack like three on top of each other was way too heavy so we had to empty them and then i slowly planned the whole thing at the beginning it was only two stories that i wanted to tell in the washing machines and then i found out about the meanings of the pride flag and i like it, it really inspired me and i thought i'm going to like i had the idea of creating six stories based on those um, colors so i asked my friends and i got all the stuff that i needed like plants a swimming pool we colored the walls my my sisters and i colored the walls like like clouds yeah and then i thought okay let's just use the washing machines and build new settings every day out of them and that's what we did in five days so in five days yeah we shot the whole thing in five days and we changed the setting we carried those washing machines every day two times because we changed it 
approximately like eight times we changed the settings. We started with the washing saloon. Yeah. And then at night, after we shot the washing saloon at the beginning, me and my friends, we changed the setting. We got the washing machines and built ourselves a little stage with a jury where we can do the dancing competition. And on the next day, after we shot the dancing competition, we switched them around two in the middle of the day to the park, to the garden setting, which I didn't know how, <laughs> how it would look. <laughs> so it was improvised at that moment. <laughs> but I just got like grass floor and I got like a bench because I wanted this bench and I got a trash can all borrowed from friends or for free and uh, flowers. And we built a whole yeah, we built the garden and then at the in the evening after we shot that again, we switched it up again to the clubbing scene. And at the very end, after we shot all those six stories, we changed it again into the washing saloon because we still had to shoot with the holy colors. And we could not have shot with the holy colors the first day because then the whole <laughs> setting <laughs> would have been a mess already. Yeah. And so we had to change back to the washing. And I got 12 friends. I got 12 friends sitting behind the washing machines holding those holy color cannons. And we said, three, two, one. And they all shot at the same time to so have this effect of shooting all at the same time through the washing machines. So that's all made by hand and and then I had only four days to cut the video. Oh, my God. Which was awesome. oh. <laughs> yeah, because, because the, the NDR told me, okay, if you want to audition, Yendrik, you need to send in the music video by August 14th, I think. And we finished on August 9th. You see, it was such a short break. Like, I was such in a, in a trance state that I can't really remember. Uh, how much inspiration from <laughs> the video will you bring to the stage in Rotterdam? I ask on behalf of the cleanup crew, you see. They only have two brooms. <laughs> yeah. No, we cannot. We cannot. It's actually not allowed to throw with anything because there's only like 30 seconds, I think, yeah. for them to clean it up. Um, so any effects where you throw with stuff is not allowed. So there won't be any real holy colors on stage and there won't be any washing machines on stage because those who hasn't seen the music video will not get the washing machines. And I think it's more important to explain the message of the song in those three minutes yeah. than why there are washing machines on stage. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. Uh, this is a very special year, and you have already recorded and submitted a backup of your performance. Can you tell us anything about this? Yeah, I can tell you that it's not going to be the live performance. <laughs> we actually, we had, like, when we saw it, we realized that it's not quite the thing that we want to show in Rotterdam. So we, ac we actually changed a few of the things uh, from the live performance. So I'm really, really hoping that we will be able to perform live because the backup video is not quite the thing that we want to show. What will you wear on stage? A very nice pink short sleeve smoking with blue pants and... Um, yeah, it's actually, it's not going to be any, anything special because we're going to live from the performance, you know. I think the most important thing will be for us to have fun on stage and to show that fun. Yeah. So that's, that's what we are planning on doing. The great thing is that I always have fun singing that song, so that won't be a problem. <laughs> but we'll see if the, if the nervousness will get ahead of us. Is the middle finger costume coming to Rotterdam? 
it's not allowed. Okay. Like, I think the EBU did, doesn't allow slurs. Exactly. I remember now. I remember now because I talked to a blind channel from Finland and they told me the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, they are. Okay. So, so they're not allowed to show the middle finger on stage no, either, are no. they? What are they doing? Uh, they don't know yet. They hope that <laughs> the viewers would put a middle finger up instead. <laughs> right. Yeah, why not? We had a magical moment and our middle finger turned into a huge peace sign. Uh -huh. <laughs> so it's now a, like, you know, when you hold your both fingers up? Yeah. So now it's not a uh, middle finger anymore. It's a huge peace sign, which mm. fits the song even better. Are you going to pimp your ukulele further? Or is it already a pimp count maximum? No, I, I actually thought about pimping it even more. Yeah. But uh, we'll see about that if, 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 if the NDR will allow it. Can you bring any friends and relatives or is it very restricted? We are not allowed to bring anybody. Not even your boyfriend? No, not even my boyfriend. Hmm. Actually, he doesn't, he doesn't have time either. He, he's actually rehearsing for his play that he's going to do. Uh, okay. Hopefully, if Corona allows it. But um, no, um, the, the great thing is I already have my friends with me <laughs> on stage. So that's a big plus. Uh, something that many people might know is that you will actually be singing for two countries this year, since your voice is in the <laughs> massive pre-recorded chorus for the Icelandic entry. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I tried. I'm not sure if I'm in it, you know, but I tried. <laughs> but tell us, how did this happen and what has the response been? Well, how did it happen? Like, how it happened for anybody else, you know? He asked on, on his yeah, social media. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, this is great. I want to be part of a song. Yeah. <laughs> like, every, like why, why should I make it different? Because, uh, you know, I won't be credited for it and I won't be, there were a lot of different reactions. For example, there were people saying, oh, this is so nice. He's supporting and he's, he's, he's just having a fangirl moment. Mm -hmm. And other people were saying, oh, he, he needs to be disqualified now. He needs to be disqualified. He's, he, he broke all the rules by being an artist in two countries. And I'm like, no, it's. Like, I'm not credited, and <laughs> there's a high percentage that I'm even not, not even in the song at all. You know, you can't hear me at all. You, you can't. I don't even know he, he took my voice, but um, I tried. So, in my mind, if Daddy wins, I can say, oh, I was in the win song. <laughs> as far as I can remember, no one has sung for multiple countries since 1990, when the Swedish singer Katrina Milton sang backup for both Sweden and Norway. But uh, I think there's actually a rule that you're not... Didn't the rule exist back then? Or, or no. how did that happen? No. Ah, okay, see. Why did they make that rule? That's so stupid. Like, they want us to come together to celebrate music together. And then it's like, no, you cannot. <laughs> you're only allowed to celebrate your own music. And yeah. perform your own music. <laughs> But, you know, back in, back in the days, a conductor could conduct for several countries also. Ah. Yeah. Okay. Have you listened to your opponents yet? I have. I've listened to them all. Do you have any favorites? I do. I have a lot of favorites, but there's too many to 
list them. Also, if you're part of the competition, it's quite mean to say, oh, this is my favorite and I don't like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. <laughs> okay. Okay. You're the first guest that hasn't revealed anything about that. Okay. Uh, well, okay. I can. Do you want to? Do you want to know my favorite song? Set me free from Israel. I really like it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really like it. She's amazing. Germany is among the big five, so you don't have to worry about qualifying. But how nervous are you for the final? True. We don't have. To, oh, I hate that. I hate that we're not part of the of the semi final. Semi, semi, that's the word. Yeah, I hate not being part of that. We would prefer to have been in the semi-final first. Yeah, because then you know if you're worth going to the final, you know. Yeah. And I believe there were a few years that Germany wasn't allowed to be in the final. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if this is true for this year either, but maybe, maybe. So, But we'll never know because we are already in the final. Uh, I'm not nervous at all yet, actually. Um No, I'm not. I'm just looking forward to it. Germany has two victories. Ein bisschen Frieden in 1982 and Satellite in 2010. But to be honest, the last years haven't been great for you besides Mikkel Schulte's fourth place in 2018. I was born from one love of two hearts. We were three kids and a loving mom. You made this place a home. A shelter from the storm. You said I had a How's the pressure from Germany to not end up in the bottom again? Well, I mean, the the pressure from Germany is, oh, it's different. <laughs> well, there's people, of course, saying, oh, he's last. It, but there's no pressure at all because they already expect me to become last. <laughs> I'm, I'm going for the top. Yeah. Hello, this is what you, this is what, I, I, I mean, I know where I'm at the, at the quotes right now, like I am in the bottom, but uh, we'll see. I, I will just have fun and I don't think I will be last place. And if, if so, that won't be a problem either because my dream was to go to the Eurovision Song Contest and I did it, which yeah. is so amazing and so, so unreal still. <laughs> Opinions about among fans are that most people either like your song a lot or doesn't like it at all, which tends to be a good recipe for televoting. Where it is better to have a love or hate song, since everyone just votes for the number one pick anyway. True. Yeah, I mean, I think that's actually one of the reasons why my song got picked, because it's so polarizing. But what is your secret formula to change this poor result for your country? I think the most important, which is really important, is to be all yourself on stage. Because there were so many acts the last years where you thought, oh my god, this is going to do amazing. And then you saw it on stage and you were like, you don't have any stage performer at all. Which is really sad because I thought your song was amazing. So my goal will be to be all myself on stage and be confident and just put smiles in the faces of people. That's what I want to do. And I want to lighten the mood. So I think that is my recipe for my performance. If you bring home the contest to Germany next year, which city do you wish to host it? Well, if, then Hamburg, of course. Hamburg is the city to go. And even if I don't win it, and somebody else wins it in the next 10 years, they have to go to Hamburg because Hamburg is the best, clearly the best city in Germany. <laughs> uh, would you like to be the host? Oh, yeah. 
I would be an amazing host. Yes, look at me. I am blonde. I play the ukulele. You have <laughs> what the same hairstyle like Jedward. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What else would you want from a host? <laughs> Before we say goodbye, Jendrik, what would you like to say to all my listeners? Well, I would love to say two things. Yeah. First, don't try to see the Eurovision Song on this as a competition, but for what it initially got created for, which is a celebration of music and community. So if you watch the Eurovision Song Contest because you're not able to go there this year, yeah, try to celebrate each and every country for what they have achieved with their song. And second, if you have any free space in your top 12 list, or top 10, top 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 10, 12. If you have any free space there, give it to me. Come on, just give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. Good luck in Eurovision, Jendrik. Thank you so, so much. It was, it was fun. I must say, I love your personality. I wish people were more like you. Oh, thank you so much. They can try, but they won't do it. No, just <laughs> Dear listener, if you have a moment in life where you're hating on a person because they were so mean to you, they were being disrespectful, take a step back, listen to yourself and try not to feel hate. It's difficult to do. It's really difficult to do. Like in a, in a moment where somebody's bashing on you, somebody's disrespecting you, not feeling hate is really hard. But I believe that if you're not hating back, the person will change. And if you're going to that person telling them, hey, what you're doing is really hurtful in a nice way and trying to start a conversation in a respectful way and not in a hurtful way, it could change a lot. And it could change the world by just doing that. And if everybody would just do that, that would be amazing. Cause I don't feel